This podcast contains adult language. If you want a beeped version of this episode, it doesn't exist. Sorry. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to How to Survive Your Life. I'm Molly Merwin and I'm joined as always by Daisy Earl and Kaylee Cassidy. Each week we take inspiration from life, discuss it, debate it, and give you top tips on how to survive everything. Hello and welcome to How to Survive Your Life. I am your special guest judge. I am Daisy Earl, normally contestant, now the one with all the power. This week we are talking about birthdays because it is my birthday. I am 33 and what I wanted for my birthday was to be in charge. So ladies... (laughs) How are we this week? (laughs) Welcome to the tables being turned. (laughs) It's the best present we could give you, Daisy. So honestly, I'm delighted. This really is the best. Thank you. So, Molly, how have you been? I've been good. I mean, you know, still still surviving Armageddon, but overall good as can be expected. I have been coloring a lot. I have bought adult coloring books. Now, before you judge, as I did previously before I had them, because I've been dealing with insomnia a long time. And my actually read in some articles, like get some coloring books. And then my therapist suggested it as well. And I am telling you, it really helps. So my my pre-bed ritual now, because FYI, here's an extra tip for people out there. If you're dealing with insomnia, the bedroom is only for sleep and sex. So you can't read in your bedroom, you can't color in your bedroom. So my pre-bed ritual lately has been, I go into the other room, I put on the piano chill mix from Apple iTunes, and I I color and I love it. And it's something that I do just for me. It's not like I'm gonna put on Instagram, like, look at my coloring thing I just did. Like, (laughs) I mean. I'm not sure anyone shows off about coloring, to be fair, Mo. No, I've never I mean, seen you... anyone. Guess what, guys? I'm going to show you right now. I wouldn't put it on Instagram, but I can show you guys. See, that's one oh, of them. Oh, yes. yes. Molly. Yeah, right? Okay, so the listeners can't see this, but Molly oh, yes, has been right. showing us a very good coloring in of a very intricate yeah. pattern and it has an anal retentiveness that I feel only Molly could bring the oh pattern is perfect the symmetry everything is matching I think it, it's definitely I would guess you colored that do you know what I mean yeah you can tell when I get tired because like right here I accidentally like up here this isn't colored in, but up down here, I accidentally colored in because I was like, oh, oopsie. Or like sometimes I do go out of the lines because I'm getting tired. Also, what does that look like? Okay, so now I'm showing them a different picture that I colored. Is it what does, a vagina? A bit like, a, bit like, a, vagina. like a, vagina. a vagina. Yeah, there's a vagina. So this a is really obviously... avant vagina. Yeah, <laughs> tricky. What I like most is that what you've brought initially to this episode, Molly, is a lot of visual based yeah, content. That's usually so, what I do for this yeah, podcast. It is a coloring in. <laughs> I can clarify that does look like Molly's colored in a vagina. I do have something I'd like to pick up with you, though, Molly. Yeah. Why only, who made the only sleep and sex in the bedroom rule? 
So two people do, so I meditate, I started meditating and I did this seven days to sleep meditation thing and in it, and they give you all these like tips to help you like deal with insomnia. And the meditation guide said that bedrooms should only be for sleep and sex. And those are her words. I was like, okay, Tamara, stop you it. Can't read in bed. <laughs> so you can't read in no. bed. And then my therapist said the same thing. Upsetting. Yeah, no, because mm. I used to just read before bed. And she's like, because what happens, your brain needs to associate the bed with only sleep and sex. If you're like reading in bed or you're just tossing and turning, then you're constantly thinking, I'm not sleeping, I'm not sleeping. Or if you're like reading, then you're like, oh, just one more chapter, one more chapter. Where if like you're in another room reading, for example, then you're like, oh, I'm starting to get tired. I should go to bed. And what it really does work. What so, do these therapists say to people who have a studio flat with their kitchen and their living room and I their bedroom all in one room? What are people doing right now in lockdown when their office is their bedroom yeah. and it's their kids, like, you know, their kids are learning in there too. I don't know, but I guess it's for like, I don't know, middle-class people. <laughs> I Well, with so much therapy, I think that's the case, but well, you know when it's like, maybe try some mindfulness. It's like, I've got a double shift. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> but on that note, I feel that my bedroom currently is mainly, and this is the saddest thing I've ever said out loud, more a sleep room than a sex room because my husband and I live in a bungalow with my elderly parents. So it's probably yeah. appropriate that it's not a sex room. No, it's a lot of sleep, but I really miss, I really want a sex room in my life. That sounds nice. I'm sure I, you could go, get a sex room. I think the hotels, a lot of hotels yeah. are still sleeping people. I um I like to late at night to beat insomnia Molly apply for jobs randomly and manically that I don't want so I'll do this at like 1am and I mean shit jobs and then I'll get a call about them a few days later and in the cold light of day I can't bring myself to do it I spoke to a recruitment consultant the other day for some it was like telesales or some other shit and I just, when she was telling me about it, she was, I mean, she sounded about 12 and she was so patronizing that bless oh, her no. heart, I just couldn't get to the point where I say I would do the job because she went into so much detail about what you were and weren't allowed as like a lunch break and how oh. you had to log off the system if you wanted to get a cup of tea. And I was like, oh, I'm almost, I mean, this is my birthday. So I'm 33 now. And I feel like you should at 33 be able to, you know, drink tea whenever you fucking uh, want <laughs> uh, do you know just to your top tip last week was some about calm the app so i got given a 30 day one through um greenwich the job i do at greenwich they yeah. they gave you a 30 day trial so i downloaded it and i woke up at two o'clock in the morning just woke up wide awake straight away yeah. i was like how am i wide awake like i thought it was like eight o'clock i was like yeah 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 but no it was two o'clock in the morning so then i put on a sleep story and Oh my God, I listened to Mandy Moore's sleep story. And, and she's like, Hi, everybody. I'm Mandy Moore. And I'm like <laughs> doing this wonderful thing. And oh my God, Aunt Dream's wild. And la 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 la. And la la la. la. And now I'm going to do my sleep voice. And so there's a story. And I'm going to And there's a cat really are. that jumps really out the are. window. And I'm like, Mandy Moore, I'm following you all the way to the end of this story because I fucking love your storytelling. You're amazing. <laughs> Fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, they were. Fell right? asleep. Yeah. yeah. That was 
so creepy though that's really the way you do that voice is really unnerving i saw in an advert that killian murphy does one oh i'll have to you know the guy from piggy blinders Yep. I would be all over that, but I don't that think it's P- <laughs> I don't think that Killian Murphy's ever been described as hey Killian Murphy, that boy from Peaky Blinders. <laughs> well that is who he is. Okay. Lovely. So Kaylee, how's your week been generally? Um three things. Okay. Yeah. Firstly, I want to say a shout out to Sainsbury's. Okay. Went in there today. <laughs> yeah. Every, they've got vegan stuff all over the place. They ain't just putting the vegan stuff in one little closet on the Isle of Narnia. They've got <laughs> our shit everywhere. So I want to say a shout out to Sainsbury's. Do you know what I did, Daisy and Molly? I walked around and I looked like a crazy woman. I was like, thank you, Sainsbury's. Thank you. <laughs> and I was just putting stuff in my basket. I spent 40 quid. <laughs> you know, I never spend that much in a shop, but I was happy. Oh, so you're walking around Sainsbury just like, thank you, Sainsbury. It's just yeah, I literally was just having gratitude. Yeah. Grabbing. There was hey. so much stuff. Why is there so much now? Because of Veganuary? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so next month I'll be, uh, I'll be back to my old bitter ways. You'll be back to Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second one is today me and my flatmate had to go and sit on a little wall in Broccoli Station for a little while because photographer was coming around to the flat to take pictures because it's the flat's been put on the market. So we just felt really naughty and we're like, should we make a sign saying we're sitting here because we have to be out of our flat? <laughs> because, because you know, people judge, you know, you're not allowed to sit anywhere. Yeah. You can only go out for a walk That's and come true. back. Yeah. So we, we were like, and then we were like, nah, I can't really be bothered. But I thought, okay, so the flat's going on the market, negative. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to move again, negative, positive. I'm going to put my artwork all over the flat, chuck a couple of headshots on the wall and hopefully make, get some jobs and make some sales by this flat <laughs> being on the market. You, opportunity knocking. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't have put the naked pick up. I think she, the woman took that down, but never mind. I ain't going to get a job by putting a naked picture on the wall anyway. <laughs> And thirdly, I liquidized spaghetti bolognese. It is delicious. And that's my week. Can How I? Did you... I've got yeah. so many questions. Yeah, you first, Daisy. On this liquid diet, which, by the way, still sounds like you are just blending your food, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> inverted commas liquid diet. And also, it sounds a bit like a breakdown. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but it's not a breakdown. Where... It's a breakdown of particles of food, but it ain't, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't an emotional breakdown. I've never been more together, Daisy. Imagine finding out that I can liquidize everything. Revolutionary. I'm lost as to why. Why are you liquidizing all your food? Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Also, did you do you? So you liquidize vegan bolognese. Yeah, I didn't put, I didn't, that's not, I'm not eating meat. I'm not liquidizing meat, I promise. (laughs) But how is it different? Like, what was the consistency like? Because we make a vegan bolognese and just because we like it and it's healthy. I just can't imagine it more liquidized than what we do. Yeah, well, spaghetti is quite whole. Oh my God, you do the spaghetti too? Yeah. So you liquidize the pasta? The whole thing, the whole dish. Can you hear the slight judgment in Molly's voice, Kaylee, which I really enjoy? I lo- like... I'm actually really enjoying it too. <laughs> She's okay, like, what's so... the point in liquidizing carbs? I'm like, I don't know. 
It's just the way I roll in lockdown three. Do you enjoy it? Does it taste good, Kaylee? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I think we got our answer. Lovely. Okay. Um, can I just say to the to the listeners out there, my favorite thing is when you say something, I don't know, Daisy just looks at this pad and makes a note and it's like she's taking marks. <laughs> it's like oh, me and Molly are on an audition panel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. And I can tell you because I've, I've got points to give out already because it's my episode. That's how I roll. Molly's got a minus one for using a largely visual segment which <laughs> I felt made little little fair. sense on a podcast fair, fair, now Kaylee interestingly you got a plus one for your Mandy Moore impression which I thought was very funny but then you got a minus one for making fun of me saying that boy from the Peaky Blinders <laughs> and then that brings you back to naught but then I also gave you another minus one for failing to admit why you were blending all your food and also denying it was what is quite clearly a breakdown. So I could tell you at the end of the introductory round, you were both on minus one. Yay! <laughs> Lovely. The only yeah. way is up. Not in this episode. So lovely. Molly and Kaylee are both on minus one. I'm going to give myself a point for what I felt was a solid introduction there. I felt I kept the ship moving well. <laughs> You'll see there's a theme in this episode, ladies. And let's see if you're doing based puns. <laughs> I um, have no interest in fairness. My only rule for this episode, just to warn you, is no questioning of the judge. So let's start. We're coming into round one, how to survive birthdays. Now, Molly, you have never actually been in the show before as a contestant. I so... have one time when Kaylee... Um... Oh, yes, you have. You okay. remember that time, Daisy, when I was the judge and you won and I was like really nice and I lived on the boat? Well, could you remind me who won that special won guest it. episode? You did. I did. So Kaylee has never caused me to lose. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to take a little note here. Only Molly, that's Molly, has made you lose. Lovely. Okay, good. <laughs> So we can just get vengeance next week. It's cool. <laughs> On that note. Yeah, no, I'm completely fine with anything that happens in this. Kaylee, would you like to go first or would you like to go second this week? I'm letting you choose out of your favorite. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Kaylee, can I have your first tip, please, on how to survive birthdays? You can indeed. So my first tip is quite a long one if your friend is having a birthday during lockdown three spoil them and if you can't spoil them then get their address and send them something in the post anything is better than nothing because it's going to be a pretty shit birthday now i say this as an aquarius who is a stone's throw away from her own day of aging my birthday is the 7th of feb fyi to all the listeners out there (laughs) what am I gonna do? Uh, It's my big three three. And usually I dilute my adulthood and hide my pain at having to grow up by being a kid and having a big fat party with dress up ideas and a Colin the Caterpillar cake and some decorations. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do this year. No plans. Uh, I don't need to contemplate my year because that's all I've bloody well done. Contemplating and pondering the shit out of my poor choices and nomadic lifestyle. 
I'm grateful I have a flatmate now. God help me if I lived on the boat and I was just having a, a birthday on my own with the coots <laughs> and the swans. I found a new wrinkle yesterday. I'm blonde, so I can't find gray hairs. And I'm not being smug about that because I actually like gray hair. Don't worry. I'm going to say something spiritual in a minute, guys. I know you're waiting for it. But right now, I just need to run, all right? <laughs> it is so shit to have a birthday. I'm all right, country. by the way, if you don't want to say something spiritual, just so you know. Don't feel oh, okay. obliged. Okay. okay, it's just okay. I got a Carry text on. from you earlier saying, remember to say something <laughs> spiritual. I don't think you did. Okay, carry on. <laughs> but no, it's so shit to have a birthday in lockdown three because unlike the first lockdown when everyone was going the extra mile for people in their birthdays because they wanted to make an effort because the new normal was a shock and it was weird and it was odd. However, the new normal is now normal. So people are just like well used to it and they're like, oh, well, there's another lockdown birthday blowing in the wind. Whereas the summer birthday, birthdays they had obviously the help out to eat out catastrophic situation I don't even know if catastrophic is a word but well anyway and they had low RA and you know it was, it, they they had a birthday <laughs> but this one is cold dark rainy and despite the vaccine everyone pretty much knows somebody who has the virus I feel for the late March tenderlings to be honest because potentially they are going to be having two lockdown birthdays and that's going to be tough <sighs> the tide is not going out. It is just coming in. And it really is the shittest time to celebrate getting older. Or is it? Okay, so I really did try and be negative because I know that's what Daisy likes and she's the judge. But I just couldn't do it. I couldn't be completely negative. So I am going to just do my spiritual stuff now. But this birthday, I am going to celebrate all the achievements this year. And personally, the biggest one is coming into myself and finding, I'm not going to say love because it's like, but I mean, I definitely like myself more and I have a girlfriend now and she's bloody lovely. And I think that's a really good thing to celebrate. And it's a big thing to do. So instead of moaning up like, oh, I'm going to be like, okay, what did last year do? Yeah, good. Celebrate. So I'm going to be more positive. So while the first half of the tip was for the non-birthdayers, this side of the tip, because there's two sides to this tip, because every story has two sides. And this is for the people who have a birthday in lockdown. So celebrate yourself, write down and say cheers to all the things you've accomplished. It could be you're like reconnected with a lost pal. It might be you found new love for sourdough and banana bread. It could be that you purchased a vibrator and explored the art of self-love. And <laughs> um, if you think you haven't achieved anything are you allowed to use vibrators in the bedroom yeah that's classed as sex yeah, right sex. you can't yeah. just go into the communal living room and be like oh i'm just using my vibrator <laughs> <laughs> if you think you haven't achieved anything if you've got a birthday in lockdown and you feel like you haven't achieved anything you have just completing the universal credits application is enough to throw a party here's some ideas for things you could celebrate if you've kind of run out of anything so Waking up in the morning and working from home, celebration. Looking forward to putting the bins out because it is the highlight of your week, celebration. Cleaning out a cupboard, celebration. Brushing your teeth twice a day because actually sometimes I find that quite hard. Getting dressed even though you're not working. Staying in pyjamas even though you're working. Not eating 24-7 even though the kitchen's right next to you. And deleting all the pictures of your ex. There's just some suggestion. I'm sure you can think of a lot more. But please, if you have got a birthday in lockdown, celebrate yourself. If you haven't got a birthday in lockdown, but you know somebody that has, spoil them or send them something in the post. Lovely. Thank you, Kaylee. Molly, any response to Kaylee? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I agree with it. A lot. My One of my tips is very similar along the similar lines. So I can't really argue with any of it. I, I like it. Spoil your friends. 
I'm actually looking at potentially a second lockdown birthday in April, but my first one was really good. So I'm okay with that. Although this time, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the second time around. We'll see. But yeah, no, I actually really agree with it. Spoil your friends, especially like if they are having a second lockdown birthday, kind of take for the, for the friends that are having their first lockdown birthday, I say, take on an actor's mentality as far as like every time you go or a performer's on or a comedian's mentality, every time you go out to perform the people that are watching you, that's their first time seeing you. Right. So think about your friends that are having their first lockdown birthday. Like this may be the 10th zoom birthday party you've gone to, but this is their first lockdown birthday. So try to make them feel mm. nice. So yeah, I agree with it. The only thing I would point out just, just to make, Daisy Ware, I'm sure she caught it. A little, little passive aggressiveness from, from Kaylee about halfway in there. Just, just wanted to point that out for the what judge. Passive, That's really passive aggressiveness. I uh, think it was when you say that um, I've actually got a little note of it here, Kaylee, that Daisy yeah. enjoys negativity. But yeah. unfortunately, oh, I, yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't enjoy that, Kaylee, but I'm the judge and I also don't like snitching. So that's a minus point <laughs> to Molly. Molly, you've okay. got your second minus point for the episode. Um, I love it. But I actually, I because I am in charge this week, I'm going to do points slightly differently because I'm okay. going to tell you what points you got uh, directly after your tip before Molly's even had a chance to respond and then I'll give her tips separately. So it doesn't, you know, I've got all the points so I feel I could give them out willy-nilly. <laughs> Kaylee, interesting t- first tip. Thank you. Now, Kaylee, when you admitted that you uh, were pondering your poor choices and nomadic lifestyle, I particularly enjoyed that because I feel that about you often, you know, (laughs) the whole time you lived on a boat. I thought, God, I hope she ponders this at some point. So I'm going to give you a plus one for that, Kaylee, some lovely honesty. Uh, Also, I'm going to give you another point, Kaylee, for when you said about summer birthdays, you said really casually, yeah, but they had like the low R rate. And it was such a bleak expression that you were enjoying that, you know, as a nation, people go, hey, we've got a low R rate, as if that's what we celebrated last summer. It was so bleak, Kaylee. I enjoyed it. I also... (laughs) I very much enjoyed, Kaylee, when you said all the things that you were celebrating your achievements. And as quite a depressed woman at times, I felt like these are the kind of things I try and tick off. Like, you know, brush your teeth, get dressed today, have a shower, don't cry in the bath. And I thought... That is, you've lowered the bar enough that I feel I can join in. So overall, Kaylee, that was quite good. There was, though, an element of showing off when you said about <laughs> celebrating achievements, which is fine unto itself. But I thought it was interesting that in the last year, you were saying, oh, I got a new girlfriend. I did this. I did that. Absolutely no fucking mention of your new podcast or new Mm. podcast friends that all happened last year. So I've had to take a few points off for that. So (laughs) sort of balancing it all up, Kaylee, I'm afraid you got no points because for that alone... All the points I was going to give you, I've taken back. So, Kaylee, you're still on minus one. If I'd have said, because I'm so sorry I missed that off. Genuinely, I love you both. And this podcast is the highlight of my life. Yeah. I'm sorry. You 
you were at plus seven until you wiped <gasps> that out. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. unfortunately, you're still on minus one there, Kaylee. Molly, you're on minus two for tattling. And um, oh. Molly, let's hear your first tip. Okay. Great. So my first tip is, yeah, you're getting old, but take Sheryl Sandberg's <laughs> advice and fucking celebrate it. I added this fucking part because if you <laughs> didn't have a birthday, that means you're dead. I also added the direct bleakness part. <laughs> now, Cheryl Sandberg, you may sound familiar. She's the COO of Facebook and author of the book Lean In, which encourages women to lean in at work and have it all, and thus putting pressure on every woman to have it all, marriage, career, babies, and opinions. Anyway, so Cheryl's husband died tragically and suddenly at the age of 47 in an exercise accident in Mexico. Now, if you hear exercise accident, what do you think that is? Wanking. <laughs> what do you um, exercise running? Close, actually. I remember. So I remember when this happened and I was like, I thought he fell on a treadmill. And that's what happened. He like slipped oh, and fell on a treadmill. Oh, wow. And trauma. It was really sad and sudden. I mean, he was 47. They had kids. So she was obviously distraught as anyone who likes their husband is or would be. But she kind of picked herself up and she started, you know, being an inspirational speaker. And she tells a story about when a friend told her that he hates birthdays, so he wasn't celebrating his. And she said, I looked at him and I said through tears, celebrate your birthday, goddammit. You are lucky to have each one. And then she goes on to say that she herself used to only celebrate you know, her birthday every five years and her friend's birthdays only sometimes, but now she celebrates every single one because she realized through her husband's tragedy and her husband's death that, you know, we can always be like, oh, I'm getting another year older, boo. I have another line. I have another sag. I have more weight. I have this, blah, blah, blah. But at least you have a birthday because if you didn't, you'd be dead. <laughs> so I know this year is a tough one because people are in lockdown. So I thought of some ideas slash Googled some ideas and from the daily record, which is in Scotland, um, <laughs> they had some recommendations, which I loved. So here are my favorites, balloons, FYI, <laughs> to my husband, I like balloons. I better get some fucking balloons on my birthday, especially if we're in lockdown. Make cocktails, which I'm like, duh, make cocktails daily record. That's an easy one. <laughs> they added, they suggested do a cocktail making class or competition, which I think would be good for us to do a competition because that's what we do on Zoom. And then there's boozy events, which sends guests everything they need to make amazing <laughs> cocktails. And then a mixologist joins you on a video call and takes you through the menu. I love that. Then I think we all love a good pub crawl on our birthday or going to the pub, but of course we can't do that this year. So I actually know a few people and they said this on the daily record, make a pub crawl at your home. So maybe your bedroom, but you're not allowed to in the bedroom, Molly. Remember well, only bedroom, fucking <laughs> strip club. The bedroom is a strip club. Maybe the living room is the karaoke bar. The kitchen is the wine bar. So yeah, making it fun. You could also do a wine tasting, but again, I just call that Tuesday. So maybe spice it up somehow. <laughs> um, also, there's Netflix party. Have you guys heard of this? No. 
So there's this Google extension called Netflix Party. And so all your friends can get on it and you can watch a movie on this extension together and you could pause it all at the same time. There's like a chat. So you can chat like you would if you were all in the same room. And then there's also, they suggested, how did they put it? It was basically like, I forgot how they put it, but I'm like, that just sounds like fancy takeaway. But there's six by Nico, <laughs> which launched Home X during lockdowns. And there's a couple of, they have locations throughout the UK, but they're like four and three course meals and you can order that. So then you're not cooking. So that might be fun. So in conclusion, I say, so while you may be getting old, things are sagging, lines are forming where they're not be there before, you're gaining weight, celebrate it. Each line represents a laugh. That extra weight is another cookie or a glass of wine you've enjoyed this year. And those sags represent your resilience to the gravity of earth and in turn, life itself. Lovely. Thank you, Molly. Kaylee, any response? I just was like drinking shots every time Molly said the word sag. <laughs> She said that so many times. Did I? She did. Yes. So just on the balloon thing, I am uh, for my 31st birthday. We I had a joint birthday party with my friend Lauren. And um it was such a good birthday. We had like a soiree where everyone had to bring a performance. And it's a shame oh. I didn't know if eat for oh, me then. I love that. We had a balloon room. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> we filled a room full of balloons and it was really weird because a lot of things happened in the balloon room and it was it felt like I was back at like school where people were like yeah they fell out in the balloon room did you not hear them arguing in the balloon room <laughs> <laughs> or like so and so did you see them kissing in the balloon room it's like was everyone in the balloon room but they didn't know doing all these like things because all the balloons were in the way but it was really fun popping them all the next day. Oh, that sounds amazing. I would love that. I wanted to do that for- I promise you we'll do it again. Oh, I wanted to do that for, I think it was, I don't know what, it, we were having some party and I was like, let's get balloons and put them everywhere. And Alex is like, what about the environment? I'm like, ah! Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you're allowed Thank to you. have some balloons, Alex. Haley. Thank you. Lovely. Thank you. Okay. Well, Molly, I could tell you also, you got some points there. Whew. I did give you a minus point when you were endorsing that lady. Uh, is it Cheryl? Cheryl Sandberg, Sandberg. Say the name yeah. I forgot to, Cheryl yeah, I forgot to include uh, that she's part of like taking down democracy as COO Facebook. So fair, fair. fair. Yeah. No, <laughs> I didn't was, know that. <laughs> it, it wasn't just oh. that, Mol. It was actually... You described something which is something I particularly dislike, which was when someone said casually, I just don't like birthdays. And she screams in their face, <laughs> celebrate your birthday because my husband fell off a treadmill. I just think it's so niche. And I know that you should project your trauma onto random strangers who had no idea of your horrifying No, backstory. he did know. Her, his fr her friend did know. This was after. Yeah, but the... The two aren't linked. That's very sensitive. He's allowed to not be into birthdays without someone going, how dare you? My husband had a birthday. I just think that's like when my mum, when I was a kid, if I didn't want to finish what I was eating, she would always tell me about, you know, the developing world and everyone starving. And the thing is, me not being a chubby little child didn't mean that they were getting more food. And I think that, you know, that level of guilt mongering we shouldn't we shouldn't endorse yeah. so yeah so I'm giving you a minus point for that I'm afraid Mo. but I am giving you plus five for 
endorsing a Daily Record article, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's a Scottish newspaper. I love Scotland, Molly, as you know. And I also love that their advice for a party, and this is very true in Scotland, is basically all you need is balloons and drinking. <laughs> and even the fact that they've got the like the gall to call it boozy events, because I think every event in Scotland becomes a boozy event, so it's kind of redundant, but... I, you know, love my people. I love our ability to drink alcohol. So for that, you've got my you've got five points minus one point. You had minus two. You've now got positive two points. Woo-hoo! So at the end of the first round, Molly, you have got two points. Kaylee, you're on minus one. As we go into round two, and we're back to you, Kaylee. Okay, so my second top tip. There are some people who scoff at birthdays. Maybe they don't see the point, or maybe they think they are a disgusting branch of capitalism. I get it. It can seem like a never-ending rigmarole on in the shops. Down come the advent calendars and up go the bears hugging love hearts. Away they come and up the mini eggs go. But birthdays are a little bit different to Christmas and Easter and Valentine's Day, I think. A birthday, though you share it, share it with lots of other people is actually yours and I think birthdays bring out the best in us and we should let them let us be creative so that's my top tip let birthdays inspire your creativity I think people are creative because often you want to get your friend or colleague a great gift one that they will like or enjoy you might make them something or get something custom made on (laughs) moonpig.com and I use the term creativity very broadly because what is creative for me is not for another. We have different levels and we connect to them in different ways. So to celebrate the beauty of creative gift giving at birthdays, I've got a list of my favorite weird gifts. There was one example as well. And Daisy, you should be very excited because yours is already in the post. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, can I just give you a plus one there for sending me a gift? I haven't received it yet, but the fact it's on its way. (laughs) You're now at naught, Kaylee, carry on. (laughs) If you, Kaylee, if you tell me that my, you know, jumper looks nice today, I can give hey, you another I point if you like. We already told oh, you that. Now, sucking up, minus one point, Molly, I'm afraid. <laughs> and uh, questioning the judge, Molly, that's another minus one. So, Molly, you're back down to naught. Kaylee, you're also at naught. Kaylee, do you like my jumper? Uh, no. <laughs> minus ten. Okay, carry on. I won't be put, I won't pander to that. And that is why you are on minus 10. Welcome okay. to the new regime. Carry on. I'm just going to call the Hermes guy up. Hey, uh, sorry, could you send back that <laughs> gift that just given? Yeah, yeah, cheers. So yeah, so the the, the example I was going to give of a weird thing that happened when I was at secondary school, the, there was a couple and she asked him what he wanted and I'm, I, it wasn't me, by the way, because I didn't have a boyfriend at secondary school. Sad. She, I know. <laughs> oh, well, liberation. <laughs> I didn't either, if that makes you feel any better. Yeah. So there was a girl at secondary school in Torquay, Devon, who asked her boyfriend what he wanted for his birthday. He just said, oh, any old shit. So she actually shat in a jar and (laughs) wrapped it up and gave it to him for Christmas. He actually found it hilarious. So it's basically, that was her creativity. And that was, I don't know, a good thing for their relationship. Yeah. So here's some examples of creative gifts that you can give people at the birthday. Nicholas Cage's face on a spoon. You can actually give anyone a wooden spoon with their face on it. It's a gift. Like if you Google Nicholas Cage's face on a spoon. <laughs> Daisy. I'll do it. <laughs> you might have that. <laughs> <laughs> a 
a baby head candle which melts and and looks really fucked up when it's melting a cat licking brush molly Hello. so what you do is you put a fake tongue in your mouth with spikes on it <laughs> and then you lick your cat not happening that's just too far, you lick your cat. Too far. it's really weird you can have a pimple popping toy it's basically, it looks like a lump of flesh with loads of fake spots in it and you squeeze it and yellow stuff comes out. It's a gift. You know, in improv, we're all improvisers. If you, you do the improv telephone is when you do a pretend telephone with your finger by your mouth and your thumb by your ear. And if you do that in an improv scene, people are like, no, that's not how you hold a phone. However, there is now a glove which you can speak through your pinky and listen in your thumb. And there's a phone glove hand so if you do do that in an improv scene and your teacher tells you don't do it you can go no I've got that glove on I've got that improv glove on you know what I mean it's not a phone it's an improv glove you can get drum pants now drum pants are jeans I don't know why they're jeans but they have a drum kit in each and every part of them so you've got like a symbol in the ass you've got like a little tambourine thing in the knee everywhere there's a little part of the drum the whole drum kit in the jeans which I love the idea that you go to a job interview and you don't know your mates tricked you and put you in these like sort of drum pants and you sit down it's like (laughs) (laughs) that you could have a lot of fun with the drum pants what's the most pointless gift I came across buying land on the moon now I'm sorry I can't buy a mattress in my own rented (laughs) flat in London do not buy me land on the fucking moon who is saying they own the moon and selling it anyway I would cry if someone bought me land on the moon I'd call them a fool and and I'd tell them to get out if they were in my house (laughs) I know it's not very grateful of me but it is just very sad to be like oh hi yeah I'm Kaylee I own land on the moon but I don't know how to get to it it's just showing off when I don't need to show off why would anyone be impressed with someone owning land in a place that is being pillaged by meteors every day because technically if you buy land on the moon a meteor might hit it and the land's gone you know It's just the moon has had it tough and the land you own might well be a crater now. What's the weirdest birthday present you have ever received? Me. Either of you. The weirdest birthday present. When I was about 12, I had a friend at school and I have to admire her for this in some ways. You know, when you're at school, you have to invite everyone to your birthday, whether or not you're friends with them or not, just if they're in your class. And I never felt this particular girl liked me because she didn't. And that was the clue I got. (laughs) And then she, (laughs) and that's how I knew. But she came to my birthday and she gave me a pair of hair curlers but they were in a box, but out of the cellophane. So clearly had been used. <laughs> and they had just a little bit of burnt hair in them. Yes. And I just remember my Scottish mum being like, well, they will be going in the bin. How <laughs> lovely. <laughs> she didn't say that to them. She said that when they left. But I, I went to quite a fancy school as well. So everyone was pretty wealthy in terms of my classmates. Then would you like to know a fun fact about rich people? Sure. Fucking tight. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. yes. Do you Proper think, tight. Yeah. Do you think that people, my friends thought I was really rich then? Because I used to be that little girl giving people secondhand stuff. <laughs> for their birthday <laughs> and it wasn't they because we were, rich. we were 
They probably thought you were aristocracy. <laughs> yeah, that's what they probably did. did. I remember <laughs> once, like I used to, I used to love giving gifts, and like I used to have a little list of all my best friends, and it would change all the time. There was this girl, Amy. I think she was called Amy Heyman, and she was like <laughs> the most popular girl. So I was like, I'm going to get her a Christmas gift because we've been chatting lately. So I got a talcum powder from a charity shop. <laughs> 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 shouldn't have bothered <laughs> no what about, what about you molly I'm, i don't you know i i'm sitting here thinking i can't think of any weird gifts i have i've gotten the same birthday card from like my parents like two years in a row from my dad or or maybe it's my grandmother i think one year i got the same exact birthday card yeah i can't think of like any weird gifts i have a tendency to just like compartmentalize and forget things i don't like so <laughs> I'm sure I got something weird and I, yeah. I hated it, but I'm just like, it's dead to me. I don't, I don't know. I bet you're very enjoyable for your therapist, Molly. <laughs> I think they'll, I, I don't have know. a lot of fun with you. I, I have this tendency sense. to suppress things that make me unhappy. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Probably. But like this last session, I felt like she was like bored with me because we ended early. And I was like, <laughs> no way. No way. Well, we ended like five minutes early. And I was like, okay, I guess you're just bored with me. It's fine. But it's cool. Therapy's so expensive. I'd be like, no, you listen to me <laughs> shit on for another five minutes. Okay, I want my £105 back for that. <laughs> exactly exactly it was only five minutes but i was like oh maybe i'm just boring or no. maybe she doesn't no, have or maybe that's not that's not the right way to think and that's or not maybe... how millie thinks no oh no no maybe i'm, I'm just boring no fucking way i know i'm really just kidding she probably was like i don't have enough time to go into this next thing we have to deal with <laughs> It's gonna happen. <laughs> that's probably when what it was you lick your cat with a cat licking tongue she was like we're ending the session now how'd you know <laughs> lovely Kaylee thank you would you I'm gonna give you your points at the end of this round I think Kaylee just to keep it spicy okay. um you know you know you lost 10 points at some point there yeah though, I know I, I'm I'm sass but sass um Kaylee also I need you to at least pretend to care about the point giving because it's my birthday <laughs> and it really annoys me that you're pretending not to be bothered okay <laughs> If I give you minus 10 points, you better worry about it, Cassidy. Okay, Molly, tip number two from you, please. Well, I, I don't get a response to Kaylee. Oh, sorry, you do. Do respond. Um, actually, my response is I really liked it. I, I think it's a really good tip to let your birthdays feed your creativity because I, I'm weird when it comes to gifts. I kind of in some ways don't like I love. Okay, let's be honest. Everyone loves fucking gifts. But I kind of don't like getting gifts because I think in the past I've just gotten gifts that really haven't had a lot of thought. Like I've gotten gifts from, and we're not going to say the people, that they just give it to me because they feel like, oh, it's your birthday. It's your Christmas. I need to give you something. But there's really no thought into it. And I'd rather just not have a gift than just give me something to give me or just give me, you know. So I love that, like, let it inspire creativity. I love it when it's a gift that somebody, like, made or they saw and it's like, oh, it just made me think of you. Like, I love that. My only concern and my only questions are, well, actually it's not a concern, questions. Who is selling land on the moon? Do you know? I don't know. It's just a gift that you can get. It's crazy. And how much is land on the moon? I didn't look at that because I, I just thought that it was an option. I, yeah, no, it was it was really it was really weird because um you can buy a star for someone, but I reckon yeah. I could just say like, oh Molly, I bought you a star. <laughs> Uh, it's called Molly. <laughs> I'll give you a certificate that I made on paint. Oh. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. And also uh, the baby head candle, that kind of weirded me out. I'm Google just, that. I'm, yeah. Google that. It's so creepy. It's not right. It's not right. But do you not think baby-shaped birthday cakes are also creepy for the same... Oh, definitely. You know, when they, like, cut their head off, I'm like, Jesus, that is... Really creepy. Yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I will go on to my second top tip. Sorry, Molly, could you actually go on to your second top tip oh, yes, when I tell you to yes, go on to I, your second top tip? You know what, as soon as I said that, I was like... I, um, I yeah. know, and that is another minus one, I'm afraid, but please... <laughs> Totally um, trying to trying to sort of steer the show yeah. and it is my okay. show today and it's my birthday so Molly you've got minus one please let me know your second top two You're right <laughs> judge uh, yeah in fact I'm going to give you a plus one for calling me judge that was very respectful Molly so you're back to oh, back to naught carry on great so this is actually inspired uh, by Deep Tran I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong on Twitter because I'm sure Deep listens to the podcast. It's D-I-E-P, Tran. I'm assuming it's Deep. Anyway, so Deep said, my birthday is on Sunday. The plus about having a birthday during quarantine is I'm free of the societal pressure to, quote, do something. The minus is this year I actually want someone to buy me a drink. And I think this is great. So my top tip is I think after quarantine, one thing that I hope continues and I would suggest you embrace for your birthday is don't think about or worry about societal pressure to do something. In previous years, I've always been like, feel pressure to do something, go out, get drunk, do something crazy, blah, blah, blah. Let's jump out of a plane. Never did that, but did want to. Um, Especially with like Instagram and Twitter, you got to like post it and show everybody how happy you are on your birthday. But then last year, we were in lockdown and I was supposed to go to Isle of Skye for my birthday. It wasn't really for my birthday. My birthday just happened to be Easter weekend. So we took advantage and it was just going to happen to be on my birthday. We're going to be at Isle of Skye. And I was really excited about that. But then we found ourselves in lockdown and honestly, it ended up being one of my favorite birthdays because I put no pressure on it. I was like, I basically just want to eat and drink, like eat my favorite things, which is grilled chicken and ice cream. And I did. And I want to drink like a 1960s New York socialite, which means I just drank martinis and martini glasses. I was, uh, <laughs> let note here, I was reading Swan Song, which is a book about Truman Capote and these New York socialites that he used to hang out with and he threw under the bus in the 1960s. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, it was great. Uh, I, I got lucky enough to have beautiful weather on my birthday. So I got up, I went for a run walk. I did a little bit of yoga and then like I had the rest of my day. So I actually like put on makeup for the first time in like weeks. I put on a dress. I will say the caveat to this, it helps if you are actually living with someone because basically my husband was my servant, which was amazing. Uh, Again, I felt like a 1960s socialite because my husband, you know, he made all the martinis. He stuffed, he did blue cheese stuffed olives by hand. He made the food. Wow. Yeah. And we like, you know, we went all out, you know, because it's like, well, we're saving money by not going anywhere. So we got like really nice vodka really nice gin really nice wine and uh yeah it was just a great day and i had it was like no pressure i didn't have to 
be anywhere. I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to talk to anyone if I didn't want to. I didn't have to do anything. I just had to sit in my garden and drink and it was amazing. So yeah. And when I think of other times I've had birthdays, I put so much pressure on myself and I, they're never as good as you think they're going to be, except for one year when I was 22, I did a, there's this place called, oh shoot. Now I forgot what it's called. <gasps> Ooh, anyway, it was a sushi place in Midtown Atlanta and they, every Monday night they did a drag show. So I booked a table and we had sushi and had a drag show and then, and, you know, had some friends and it was amazing. And then we went across the street to another drag show and ended up making out with my neighbor. And I wasn't planning to do that, but it just happened and it was great. So yeah, actually maybe my tip is just to lower your expectations on your birthday and you'll be happy. Actually, that's just good life advice. <laughs> lower your expectations and you'll be happy. And that's my tip. Lovely. Thank you, Molly. Kaylee, your response? Uh, my favorite thing about that was the end of that tip where she said, lower your expectations. And then she's like snogging her neighbor because the poor neighbor's <laughs> going to be like, oh, that's why she kissed me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was hot. No. <laughs> she lowered her expectations. Yeah, I think what a great tip. Like, it, you know, scores all around from me societal pressure that's one thing we are resisting right now because we you know I was saying to Molly before like sometimes I can get upset at birthdays like if people don't come or like you're worried if people are going to come or whatever yeah. which is so silly because it doesn't matter but you just do sort of it that sort of school dynamic stays with you and recently I would be going out for walks and seeing groups of people and um instead of being like oh you know like they have big groups of people they've got loads of friends I'm like hey dicks don't you know about the rules you know <laughs> so, it's, so it's good so it's not pressure to be surrounded by loads of people because we're social beings and we need to be it's like we can operate in our own individual ways independently solitarily as well yeah I liked it moles oh thanks Kaylee lovely well I can tell you I have points to give out to both of you after that round um I'll start with you Kaylee because you went first Kaylee as you know you lost 10 points mainly for sass I did however give you those 10 points back when you told me the story of the girl that shat in a jar um <laughs> I'm not sure if it's true but I do think I've never really registered before that you're from Devon and now a lot of who you are <laughs> makes more sense to me. A little note on the phone glove, Kaylee. I feel if you wore a glove that you could hold your hand up to look like a phone and started talking into your hand, my first assumption wouldn't be, oh, Kaylee's got one of those cool new phone gloves. I think I would just ask you how much of your food you're still blending and try and encourage you. <laughs> back onto the solids but also Kaylee can I ask you a question this best friend list that you used to have can you tell me an honest answer here do you still have it and are me and Molly on it I I Be careful <laughs> your points depend Be very careful Kaylee <laughs> honestly from the yeah from my heart yeah mm -hmm. When we had our break doing the podcast, I was really sad because I one missed both of you and two, and I'm being really sincere here. I miss both of you. I really have so much fun. I feel intellectually stimulated and I feel challenged as a person. You know, you have to deal with loss when you lose. 
and winning when you win. You two, of course, <laughs> are my best friend list. Lovely. Well, in that case, good answer. Good answer. Um, I liked your tip overall, Kayla. I especially like the shitting in the jar story. So I think I'm going to give you plus five points, Kayla. You're on five. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Wow. And Molly, coming over to you. So you were currently on Nort, Molly. Again, a little bit of clarification, Mole. Grilled chicken and ice cream. Do you have that together or... Oh, good question. I had no, I had grilled chicken with roasted broccoli and potatoes because potatoes are another God's gift to humanity. And then I had ice cream for dessert. Okay, the ice cream I'm fine with. The meal is a favorite meal was a little bland it's for healthy. me. It's so healthy, isn't it? It's healthy. I just love chicken. I love but chicken. I, so thought, I thought you meant fried chicken. Oh no, Wait, we, I would love fried chicken. Oh my just God, we just couldn't fry it. Chicken and mash and stuff. It just sounds a little bland, a little sad for a birthday. So I'm going to, you're going to get I Dr. Point for that, That's I'm afraid. Fine. I love it though. Yoga. And then I'm docking another point just for sass because I know you love it, but you know, it's bland, Molly. I'm the judge. Um, Fair judge. Yoga on your birthday. <laughs> Again, I felt was just a bit showy offy. Do you know what I mean? So that's a minus one. Having someone as a servant, I don't know about that more. It kind of, <laughs> what about all the lonely people that can't enslave one of their families? So that's another minus one for you, Judge Willy Nilly. <laughs> and um, I think, uh, let me see if I've got any more points to you. Oh, I did actually like the sushi and drag story. That cheered me. So I'll give you one back for that. And I like the martinis. So I'll give you maybe two for that. So you're overall your minus one. Kaylee, you're plus right. five. And this yeah. is our finest. Molly, have you managed to get into posit positive points this uh I did. Episode? You took them away. Okay. Now, yeah. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to lose, don't worry. Uh, Karma's a bit. <laughs> and her name is Daisy. <laughs> oh, Molly. Is that what, is that what Karma is? Daisy O. Fucking hell. <laughs> I think calling the judge. I, I just got myself like negative 10 points. You have, Molly. You're right. Correct. Oh, no. <laughs> negative 10, Molly, I'm afraid. Negative 10. Lovely. And coming on, on that note, coming into the final <laughs> round, that I just can't believe that you call me a bitch on my birthday. You have got yourself negative 10 podcast points and negative 10 friend points there, Mel. So coming into the final round, Kaylee, what is your final top tip for how to survive birthdays? With birthdays comes aging. And I know when I was underage, as in the legal drinking age in England, I was desperate to be older. But now I look back and think, just be the age that you are, Kaylee. So that's my top tip. Cherish the age that you are. You know the phrase, it's my birthday and I'll cry if I want to. Well, it's ruining all of our lives because we shouldn't be crying. We should be celebrating, which I know was in my other top tip, but apparently I'm repeating myself. I have a story which links to this tip about how far some people will go to lie about their age. And I do think that you're going to love this person if you don't know who it is. She's called Jeanne Calment, French lady from Arles. And she is the record holder for the world's oldest person living up to 122 years and something months right. and something days and something seconds and something minutes. Because obviously when you are that old, the days and the months and the minutes and the seconds all count in case someone overtakes you. It baffles me that there's a race to live the longest life. 
just to be famous for getting there. Hello, I'm famous for not dying. <laughs> Apparently, Jean Coleman gave up smoking when she was 117 years old. Damn. And she had five smoke-free years. I imagine Marlborough Lights trying to use her in their advertisement campaigns to promote the puff, <laughs> saying, smoke doesn't kill with a pick of Jean cycling a bike with three fags hanging out of her mouth and all the old men who tried to smokelessly catch up with her lying on the road. Because she cycled a bike all of her life, all the way up until she was 120. Damn. When somebody asked her how she feels about her old age, her response was, I've only got one wrinkle and I'm sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be honest with you. I, I put the quote down because I liked it, but I don't get it. <laughs> what wrinkle is she sitting on? A wrinkly her arse? Crack. Her bum oh, crack. Her, oh, she calls her crack a wrinkle. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get there girls couldn't get there but thanks for getting me there so she was known as the little old lady who dashed all over town and scientists are fascinated with this concept or not concept this thing super centenarian which is people who live beyond 110 they are fascinated because they believe that there are clues to extending and improving improving human life and they're embedded in the long liver's dna Marlboro lights are like, nah, just give them a pack of fags. That's how they live that long. <laughs> so she's the oldest lady in the world. There she is. But is she? So the scandal is, is that she isn't. It's fake. <gasps> it's a fraud. <gasps> yeah. So she doesn't cherish the age that she is. A mathematician called Nikolai Zak was suspicious and so did some fiddling on Photoshop and found out that Jean Coleman was actually her daughter, Yvonne. They worked it out from looking at the pictures and also doing lots of evidence back of things that they were saying. So Jean died. She had actually died in 1934, but the Calment family had presented the corpse to the authorities as Yvonne so that Yvonne could avoid inheritance taxes. So wow. the, the oldest woman in the world is not the oldest woman in the world. Oh. It was all a fraud. And I just think it's so disgusting, but what a story. Imagine that. That's crazy. Yeah. So wait, so they said that it was like her daughter. So they basically said that her daughter died. Yeah. And that she, because she basically buried everyone. This um, Jean, I'm I'm using quotes now, yeah. Jean Colant, because she buried her husband, her daughter. Like, did she ever get married? She, yeah, she, she, she didn't get married again after her husband died, her first husband, her only husband. But did her husband know that she was who she was? Or he, did died, her husband he died before the the whole, the daughter died. The daughter. But hang on, the daughter didn't die, did she? Because the... Yeah, the, before the... The mother, inverted commas, died. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. It's really complicated, actually. So the, the mother died, and to avoid a inheritance tax, the daughter said she was the mother, but at that point... The father, her real father, was already dead. dead. Yeah, so there was so no awkward yeah. <laughs> incest. There was no incest, basically. Okay. But did she did she ever get so the daughter Jean, did she ever get married? Yes. But did, so did he, her husband know? The husband did know because he would call her sometimes weird names that people in the village heard. Oh, oh my god. Because they lived this together. So Yvonne Yvonne's husband and Jean Coleman, they live together in the house. <gasps> this is like a movie. What a It should swindler. be a movie. It will be a movie, won't it? Yeah, it'd be a great movie. Kaylee, great tip. 
Molly, do you have a response or was that? Yeah, no, I just, my only response is I loved it. I, uh, cause one thing, cherish the age you are. I think it goes along with something that I struggle with. Cherish the age you are and cherish the person you are and what you have done and not thinking about what you should have done or whether that's like, oh, I'm, I'm 35, I'm 33. I should have this. I should have done that. Yeah, just cherish the age you are and cherish what you have done. I also love that Kaylee included a joke that she didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Lovely. And Molly, in fact, Kaylee, I'm going to give you your points now so I'll know after Molly's exactly who's going to win overall. <laughs> Kaylee, I loved your top tip and I'll tell you why. Because I bloody love old people. Fun fact about me, <laughs> I, I'm i actually an elderly befriender. I speak to an old person every week on the phone. I'm a big fan of old people. And my favorite type of old person is sneaky old people. <laughs> old people trying to get away for, with something really does it for me. And, you know, Yvonne, she might have been relatively young when she started this, but she kept it up to an old woman. And, you know, the original lie was, oh, I'm going to say I'm my mum to the authorities so I don't have to pay inheritance tax. They think I'm her. And this went on and on and on. And then people are thinking, oh, wow, she's still alive. This woman should, should be dead. She's 110. She looks amazing. And she at no point, as a genuine old woman, but not that old, thought, uh, I should just pay the tax. I should just mention this is yeah. all gone a bit far now. Now that I'm in the record books, I ought to say I made this up. I love that she never surrendered. And I so enjoyed your story, Kaylee. I'm going to give you plus... 10 points. So you've got 15 points overall, Kaylee. Can I point out that's the most points anyone has ever had on this podcast? Oh my gosh. History is being go. made. Oh, History you is being made. And Molly, I would like to hear your final top tip because you might still win this, Molly. You never know. It's unlikely, but it could happen. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't think so either. Again, low expectations going in, guys. I'm completely <laughs> fine with it. Okay, so my final top tip is, whether it's your birthday or someone else's birthday, take a note from Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and use the birthdays as a way to reach out to someone or maybe even patch things up or at least throw down an olive branch. So Kate Middleton recently celebrated her 39th birthday, and we know there's been some uneasiness. Some people would call it a rift between the Cambridges and the Sussexes. Is that Sussexes? Yeah. But it seems like Harry and Meghan are trying to throw out of Olive Branch because for Kate's 39th birthday, they sent a birthday card and a gift or gifts and Kate was taken aback because she wasn't expecting that from Harry and Meghan. Now, they said it was gifts. What do you think Harry and Meghan gave Kate? Um, I think that they gave them a cat licking doll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for baby candle. Yeah. I baby. was going to say that. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, definitely baby, baby head candle. I have no idea. They just said gifts, but I was just curious. How do we know they sent it, Moll, and not one of their PAs or, you uh, know, fair. They Because they have. don't have the budget to have PAs now. They've been, um, they've I been think, funded. 
Yeah, but I think they still got a lot of money. Didn't she do oh, yeah. something with Netflix or Disney and all of the above? I'm not worried about them. <laughs> no, <laughs> they just worried. signed a Netflix deal. They have a podcast with Spotify. She did something with Disney. He still gets money from his father. They're fine. They're fine. That's yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was their people, but either way, nice to send your people to send an olive branch. Maybe um, it was an olive branch because that is the kind of thing I think posh people give just shit that yeah. no one needs because they've got everything. So they have to give them something like symbolic. So it could have actually yeah. been like a fancy olive branch. Yeah. Birthdays can be a nostalgic time of time. And it kind of gives you, as you said earlier, Kaylee, I can't remember if you were for or against this, but it does give you the opportunity to reflect on your latest trip around the sun because that's what a birthday is a trip around the sun mm. and so there's someone so think about there could be someone or somebody you want to reach out to i remember one year i called my grandmother and she on my birthday and she was just so surprised she was like oh, I'm supposed to call you. It's your birthday. And I said, oh, well, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have a birthday. And she just loved that. And she just really appreciated it. She was like, it. you adopted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do to tell you this. <laughs> but, and then another time, um, speaking of which, Kaylee, I texted my mom and I said, you know, on my birthday, and I, and I, I, I text my mom occasionally on my birthday and I'm like, thanks for incubating me especially Aww. those extra two weeks that I decided to just chill out because I was two weeks late. And then that's when she told me, actually, you're adopted. So uh, just kidding. She didn't. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I literally, oh Molly, I'm giving <gasps> oh, you another minus five just for that cruel, cruel. I literally for a minute, I was like, oh, my oh God, my Kaylee, God. what have you said? She is adopted. <laughs> you made that horrible joke. Minus five, Molly, for just messing with our emotions. Molly, Molly, if you were 80, you would have got plus points because you would have been a sneaky old person. Yep, if you're <laughs> old, you'll get away with it, but not at your age, Merwin. Now's time to tell you guys on my, like, actually my birthday, I'm going to be 77. <laughs> <laughs> you look amazing. You look amazing. A lot of what not looks so good. A lot of collagen. Seventy-seven. <laughs> so drink specific. a lot of wine. Wine is the secret to my success. <laughs> Martini. That's my final top tip. When it's your birthday or even someone else's birthday, take the moment, take the opportunity to extend an olive branch or even reach out to somebody. Because even if it's your birthday, they're probably like they're not going to be mean to you. I mean, they could be mean to you, but they probably have to be gracefully or passively aggressively mean to you. So yeah, just take the time to reach out to people. So hang on, sorry, Mo. Are you reaching out on your birthday or you're reaching out to someone on their birthday? Your birthday or someone else's birthday. Use it as Ooh. an opportunity. Molly, I don't know about this. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to be honest, Molly, because it's you know, it's my birthday, it's my show. Um, I do not like this tip, and I'll tell you why I don't like it. I don't like it, Molly. I don't like it, I don't like it because I hate confrontation. I hate it, I can't do it, it makes me feel very unwell. So if someone wants to call, what I like to do, if I really don't like someone is do what I would call the Daisy Earl phase out, which is where I will just quietly 
forget someone they're dead to me but they don't know they're dead to me because i don't want to tell them they're dead to me so if some fucker who i did not like who we had clearly parted ways sent me a nice gift on my birthday so then i thought oh fuck now i'm gonna have to talk to them and they're being nice and it's sneaky and unless they're old in which case as i said they'll get away with it but if they're our age and they're just sneaking me into being their friend again by giving me a cake or something because they know I love cake I just I would I would be their friend because I would want to make a scene and socially I'd feel obliged to say thank you and then you've opened up the communication to this dickhead and I just I don't even know who a tip for you if that happens to you what you do is you send it back to them on their birthday (laughs) stale cake (laughs) I wonder if that's how Kate Middleton felt about yeah because she was quote unquote taken back well, yeah. that, if she- that's the thing, though, because if I if someone wanted to actually make up with me, let's have a conversation. Let's put our differences to one side. But if you're just going to socially shame me into being your friend again by gift giving, which is why I've returned Kaylee's gifts. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I like that. I do sort of like, though, the idea that you on your own birthday try and squash beefs by telling people it's my birthday so anyone that you want to make up with or have a difficult conversation with you go oh hey mate I think we need to talk about that thing oh just quick note it's my birthday they'll be like what it's my birthday today and they'll be like oh happy birthday and I'll be like I know and now you have to be nice so yeah um exactly which is why I got to judge on this episode because it's my birthday I could do no wrong so Molly overall though I didn't I felt there was a an element of passive aggression in your tips so not towards me but just towards the world so I'm afraid I'm going to give you yet another minus five more which gives you minus 20 which is a record setting lowest (laughs) score on this podcast I'm afraid Molly thank you thank you for playing Kaylee you have a respectable 15 um which you can be hold your head high about however (laughs) I have as we've been going through the show been totting up a few points for myself I think there's been many times in the show I've been very fair very quick-witted observant generally good looking humble Again, another minus point, Molly. You really got to, that's minus 21, <laughs> a new low. So I've got an overall of 30 throughout the show today because I, I averaged out it's about an hour show, maybe every two minutes I said something cool. So the winner of this week's show is me. Um, happy birthday to me. I win. Um, look at Kaylee's face. She's like, well, that's not the rule. <laughs> but it's my birthday, so you can't say anything, can you, Mole? No, you can't. No. Can so, I say one thing? Because I yeah. didn't get to respond to Molly's tip, but oh, I, I... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 it's okay. Well, I said enough. But I do love the way you described it as a trip around the sun. That's really revolutionized my brain and how I think about it, because we're all traveling. We're traveling around the sun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Loved it. Thanks, Hayley. you were doing so no, well. No, I wasn't. No, Hayley, you were because you had a respectable 15... <laughs> And then I'm afraid you just said something that was so hippy dippy. And even though you were quoting Molly, Kaylee, I gotta, I gotta do it. You're a minus forty. I'm afraid, <laughs> Kaylee. I've really had to bring you down there, mate, because I, I've put up with this hippy dippy stuff for months now, and I just, you know, you were doing so well. You were plus fifteen. Now you're minus forty. Molly, you're minus twenty one. Daisy Earl. In fact, I'm gonna take away any kind of, you know 
unnecessary points for me because I only need one to win. So just plus one. Daisy is this week's winner. That's me, Daisy the Judge Earl. I've won. Coming a close second was now Molly with minus 21. And I'm afraid the loser this week was uh, Kaylee with minus 40. So you have been listening to this special birthday episode of How to Survive Your Life. I've been Daisy the Judge Earl. You've been listening to Molly Merwin and Kaylee Hippie Dippy Cassidy. And uh, they've done very well. I did a little bit better. That is how it goes. Goodbye! <laughs> Music by Jessa. Music by Jessa. Music by Jessa. And many more. Yeah! <laughs> Music by Jessa.